At the T-minus three-minute mark, tape recorders on board the spacecraft were turned on. These recorders record both voice and data. My guitar falls. It's good stuff. Uh, this is WOMMLC operating out of Burlington, Vermont. 105.9 The Radiator. It's Rocket Shop. I'm your host, Tom Proctor. And with me tonight is Mark M Marxist Jargon. How's it going? Good. Hey. Hey. Sorry, sorry I just butchered your name. It's, it's quite literally the easiest name to pronounce as well. Um, does everyone want to go around the circle and introduce themselves? I'm Sam. I'm Dan. I'm Josh. I'm Drea. My name's Austin. I'm Meg. Hello, everyone. Um, let's kick off with a song just so everyone gets a good idea of what you're about. So take it away.
some inspirational stuff there. Uh, Josh, particularly like the whistling, that was, uh, did, did you learn that from as a kid or have you picked it up later on in life? No, uh, I used to be a classically trained French horn player and the whistling is all that my lips have left from that time of my life. Ah, so we're all French horn players able to whistle in that same way? Many of us are, because the, uh, the mouthpiece of the French horn is tiny. It's based on sort of Renaissance instruments that had mouthpieces made from acorns, so you can imagine just a really small aperture makes it very easy to build whistling muscles. Oh, well, I just learned quite a few things there for yeah. a start, that <laughs> all Renaissance musicians uh, made their instruments out of acorns, so <laughs> the more you know. Um, so you've obviously got uh, a bit of a message with that, that song. Um, I'm guessing this ties with the, the name of the band, so would you like to give a little bit of background on kind of uh, what your inspiration is and how that does tie with, with the, the moniker that you give me yourself? Well, actually, it was just one of those conversations where um, my friend Ben Doobie, who sometimes plays with us but isn't around right now, he's playing the gig of his life at the uh, Old Time Country Fair in Maine right now. Um, it was just a conversation, and Marxist jargon was something someone said, and I don't remember who said it, and Ben was like, oh, man, that's a band name, you know, one of those. And uh, so I started writing anti-capitalist songs and telling people that I was starting a band called Marxist Jargon for several months, and then eventually it finally started to happen. I feel like an important part of the story is that a lot of this came out of the PhD program at UVM in environmental economics. Mm. So that's, that's where we sort of draw our nerdy inspiration. And, and here, Sam actually managed to recruit other UVM. Ecological economics. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, there is actually a field distinction there, right? I, I just made a huge faux pas, sorry. <laughs> I'm an eco-philosopher, so I, I'm not in that field. Uh, is, it, is it a bit of a hotbed for uh, leftists and communists, communists and Marxists? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we should be promoting that. <laughs> sure. Yeah, we're not communists, we just heard anti-capitalism was hot. Okay, alright, no, I'm not, no, uh, uh, not, not trying to put you down there, I'm just, uh, just curious. <laughs> Yeah, you can you can be communist or Marxist or <laughs> Leninist or party <laughs> other than fascist, otherwise you can get out. Um, so yeah. so the the band the band came together basically because you kept talking about having a band and eventually it had to happen, otherwise it would look silly. Yeah, that's exactly right. Um, yeah, I just started writing songs and then uh, moved into a new place. Dan and Meg came to town and started uh, jamming these tunes with them because we live in the house together. And then it was just sort of a, like open call, like who wants to come play with us? And then you know, to some extent, that's still that's still open if people want to join. So the six of you here tonight, um, as I understand it, it's kind of uh, fluctuates. Uh, so who's missing? And um, what other instruments have you have you kind of got in in storage that aren't, aren't here tonight? Well, we I. Personally, I think the secret weapon is the baritone saxophone, which mm -hmm. is not present tonight. Uh, that's, that's really, I think it complements the bass beautifully, and it makes me feel like we have a bass section and not just the one instrument. So that's what I miss right now. And when you say bass, we're talking about a stand-up bass right now. Yes, yeah, so contra bass, spring bass, stand-up bass, upright bass, whatever you want to call it. The big one that you have to hug. <laughs> yeah, our friend Jonathan plays the Barry saxophone. And Ben Doobie, who I was talking about, who named the band, um, plays mandolin. So does so does Josh, who's here. 
So two, two mandolins for the band? Yeah, sometimes they take turns, sometimes we play together. I, I like that, I, don't, I think every band needs two mandolins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so then each string, instead of having two copies, like on a mandolin, we actually have four going. <laughs> and it's always like out of tune just right that really adds texture. Yeah, yeah it, gives it, it gives it more depth. Um, and Meg, I understand that you're a multi-instrumentalist uh, slash hype woman. Uh, how, did you get the, how did you get the job of Hype Woman and what other instruments are we talking about here? Well, the, the job of Hype Woman comes with great responsibility. Um, first off, you need to not be very good at any instrument, <laughs> <laughs> except for the egg shaker, which you can hear there. Excellent egg shaker. Yeah. I've also got this tiny little guitar that we whip out sometimes. Isn't that commonly called a ukulele? Oh, no, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell no, you, this here is a gitalele. A gitalele. Because it's got all the strings of a guitar and it's tuned the same. Yeah, so it does. Yeah. Sorry, that's me showing my ignorance there. Um, so <laughs> you're a gitalele player, egg shaker, and um, well, what are the what the role what what the uh, the things you have to do to be a hype woman? Mm -hmm. I think it really started because. On certain songs, she just couldn't not dance around the living room, <laughs> and then they kind of just went, yeah, it really was. Yeah. Uh -huh. Enthusiasm, perhaps? Enthusiasm, A love definitely. for anti-capitalist folk punk. <laughs> so, uh, talking of uh, anti-capitalism, are all, is, is your th the entire theme anti-capitalist songs, or is it, uh, have you got a mixture, have you got other, other subjects you talk about? Well, we talk about all different <laughs> subjects, and this is sort of the lens we look through. Okay, I got well, it. The, the next one is, I, I think, um, after they first played it for me, I think I, I loved it, and I, I said something like, it's such a beautiful, you know, dark, poetic apocalypse. So that's another type of thing we tap into, I guess. That's a great name for a song. Or an <laughs> it's album. not the title of the song. <laughs> uh, talking of which, uh, let's, uh, let's hear another. So what have, you got, what have you got in store for us now? Um... This one, I don't know. Has it got a name? Uh, it doesn't, I guess it's working name is Our Sweat is Ours Now. Okay. So the idea that we as wage laborers can reclaim that little extra that is scraped off from us all the time, take it back and dance around. I like it, take it away. Grass is growing, but we don't care. It's gonna bring back the berries and the bees. Cupboards are empty, but we don't care. We planted carrots down by the creek. I hope you're not too lonely behind the walls you had us build. I hope your sentry doesn't leave you when pitchforks come up the hill. Our sweat is ours now and we dance only for ourselves now. Our sweat is ours now And we dance only for ourselves now And our sweat is ours now And we dance 
only for ourselves. Snow is falling, but we, we don't, don't care. <laughs> Changing seasons, what Mama chose. The heating's out, but we, we don't, don't care. We made more blankets out of old clothes I hope your pleasure craft floats Without our flesh to patch its holes And I hope your bunker's not airtight You won't be able to breathe your gold And I sweat is ours now when we dance only for ourselves now and our sweat is ours now and we dance only for ourselves now and our sweat is ours now and we dance only for ourselves Our world is running low We'll make do with the seeds we sow Practice what the land taught us Show the dirt that we haven't forgotten You're not too lonely behind the walls you had us build And I hope your sentry doesn't leave you when pitchforks come up the hill Our sweat is ours now and we dance only for ourselves now and our sweat is ours now And we dance only for ourselves now And our sweat is ours now And we dance only for ourselves now And our sweat is ours now And we dance only for ourselves now And our sweat is ours now Marks is jogging there with us, what is ours now? Um, you mentioned um, in uh, a little descriptive email that you sent me, which was very welcome, by the way. Thank you. 
Uh, you describe yourselves as radical education initiative, or as a radical education initiative. <laughs> you want to explain that one a bit further? So, <laughs> I wrote that. I wrote that. So basically that's because some of us are in the academic world and graduate students and stuff, and if we say that we're a radical, radical education initiative, then maybe we can put it on our uh, CVs. There's a there is a standing <laughs> invitation from a, a full professor at the University of Vermont and the Gund Institute to perform for a, a capstone course in the undergraduate program in natural resources. So I think there's a, there's some basis for considering ourselves educators. Which song is it that they want us to play? Uh, they want us to play fully automated luxury communism. Okay, which just happens to be the next one you're <laughs> planning on yeah. playing, right? Oh, excellent. Well, uh, I'll, I'll be sure to listen to the lyrics on that one and hope I'll learn something. <laughs> um, you definitely tied your last song with um, uh, through that anti-capitalist lens that you said you kind of looked through the world at, but there, there's obviously a big environmental message there. Um, do you, are you guys, uh, I'm guessing you guys are big into planting, into, into preserving the earth. Um, is this kind of how you guys all got together in the first place, or is this kind of a lucky coincidence that you all happen to be into the same thing? Well, I think um, I, I became aware of this band while shaking freshly picked lettuce heads off after we rinsed them in the cool water of... No, um, but that, it did sort of happen like that. We were, we were at a potluck for our uh, for our cohort at the Rubenstein School, and I heard them singing, which was at a community garden. And there was freshly picked lettuce. Yeah. I um, think so. I think too. Earth, yeah. yeah. Like the reason the three of us know each other is because our commitment to community living. Yeah. <laughs> because That's we live true. in a big old house with yeah. a bunch of people. Do you live in a co-op? Yeah, uh, there's eight of us. No. It's sort of on its way. Maybe more of an intentional, <laughs> yeah. intentional community. home situation. Yeah, we don't own it, so we can't really call it a co-op. Okay. We have a landlord. That's a shame. Yeah. Not like <laughs> We're going to yeah, write right? a song about it. He's a good one. No, yeah, we should write a song about it. <laughs> <Is> <laughs> no, we like nice him, at least? <laughs> Yeah, totally. If it wasn't, we would expropriate the house from him. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine the bad publicity getting on the wrong side of these folks? <laughs> I was thinking of maybe if you, you can't really do a sit-in in your own house. <laughs> <laughs> but we do have a show coming up, so you can come sit in on that. Oh, so that's on Friday for Meg's birthday. So And it's also the Equinox, right? right. So Where's the show? Oh, it's at our house. 30. <laughs> house shows are the best. I yeah. You just have to walk down yeah, Hungerford you know. Terrace and listen for it. Start walking down the street at 9 p.m. Yep. And then you'll know where it you'll is. Hear it. We're pretty loud. We didn't check with all our housemates about sharing our address on the radio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so as long as you just give the rope, then it's vague enough that they can't get annoyed with you. Yeah. Just buy the abandoned gas station on Pearl Street. You might not get let in. It's okay. You can stand in the yard. <laughs> <laughs> are, uh, are you guys um, electric occasionally, or do you guys just go for a key stick? No, we haven't been electric yet. We're pretty we, new. we have not yet electrified. But metaphorically speaking, we're always electric. <laughs> <laughs> uh, indeed. Uh, in which case, well, let's, uh, let's move on to the next song. Um, so you're, you're saying that your professor uh, has selected this song potentially be a learning opportunity to the undergrads. So do you want to give a little bit of a, a preamble about this before we start? I think it speaks for itself. Yeah. No, right. no question. <laughs> confidence. Take it away. Yeah. <laughs> One, two, one, two, three, four.
Daisy, Daisy, give me your answer true. Fully automated, automated luxury communism there. Uh, really like the 2001 Space Odyssey reference halfway through that. Um, so I'm guessing, I'm just going on a limb here, that one might be about automation. Uh, so is the, is the vision or the hope at least that the uh, automation will ultimately free us from the shackles of well, capitalism? Well, we, we, kinda, we really hope that we, we have fully and very subtly explored both sides of that very complicated <laughs> you, you definitely really fleshed out both sides of the argument. There was very little left to say. <laughs> um, so, uh, uh, as as we go through the songs, uh, we really are kind of like building um, an idea of you know uh, what you believe would be the way forward. Um, is um, I it, correct me if I'm wrong? Back to the earth. Let the robots take over our jobs. And not have to work again. I mean, I don't want to speak for the whole band, but we sometimes talk about partially automated chill communism. Uh, <laughs> but I know I said at the beginning about communism. Uh, partially automated chill communism sounds good as well. That uh, could be the, the, the B-side to that song. Uh, talking of B-sides, um, so you guys formed in January. Um, have you got the recording studio yet? Have you got anything down? Well, we didn't actually form in January. The idea happened in January. Okay, we formed in, what, like September? August? August? Yeah. 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 So this, this is incredibly new round. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Happy we fooled you into thinking we're a little more we polished. <laughs> the ideas are so mature. <laughs> <laughs> they needed at least four months. Uh, so I'm guessing yes, that is a no, you haven't recorded anything yet. This is this is the first. Thanks for facilitating. Hi, no worries. Bob, Bob's a great uh, ad hoc sound engineer, so hopefully you'll be able to to, to steal uh, the, your songs back. That makes no sense. Um, <laughs> and put them onto a SoundCloud or anything. So, is your first gig the one at your hands, no. or have you, have you guys been doing gigs like each week at Potluck, or or how often you guys <laughs> get together and play? Uh, yeah, we play once a week. It's often a potluck. <laughs> People start listening, but that's rehearsal more. Um, we did have a one show at our friend's garage on Cater Street, and we were opening for the Fobs, who are definitely the hottest band in Burlington. You should get them in here if you haven't. Good show. Well, get on it. Are you planning to do more gigs after the uh, um, after Mega? Is it your birthday that they're doing the, yeah. the gig for? Are you planning on doing gigs after your birthday, or are you seeing how that one goes? <laughs> That's, that's the retirement party also. <laughs> yeah, we're actually going to stop that day. No, I think that we'll hopefully do a lot more because Every it's time. fun. And do any of you guys play in other bands around the city? Um, I do. Oh, there we go. Yeah, I play Sorry. with um, Erica B, who's really awesome, and uh, we are going to be playing open mic in a couple weeks. Erica B will also be on the 802 Local Scene sh Show next Monday, 7 to 8. So if you want to hear what Erica B is all about, definitely check that out. Are you playing with her on Monday? I will not be playing with her on Monday because I will be interviewing her on Monday. So it's kind of hard to do both. Sorry, I'm looking 
how we keep plugging this evening. It's just great. <laughs> I know, right? I'm like, my show, listen to it. <laughs> um, so, uh, have any of you guys played another bands before? Is this like real? Is it? Is this not only a month-old fresh band? Is this the first time you guys have been playing in a band ever? Yeah, we didn't even like know what these instruments were. A month. Ago. <laughs> <laughs> played a lot of French horn. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> I actually, on a number of occasions, have played in horn ensembles from 12 to 40 French oh, horns. 40 what? French yeah. horns in one go. Mm-hmm. That's, I can't even imagine what that would sound like. Mandolin is my rebound crush. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let her hear you say that. <laughs> oh no, we have, we have an understanding. Communication <laughs> is key. Um, well, I think we've got about time for one more song. Have uh, you guys got anything, uh, anything still left in the barrel? For sure, yeah. All right. Yeah, this song is called Barbarians. I'm going to have a sip of water before we get going on it. Follow my 
migrating herds and hunt our four-footed friends and spare the birds. Let's be barbarians, let's take off in the night and disappear from history and remain out of sight. Let's be barbarians and sail the ocean blue and live like pirates on our ships. Democratic. Let's be barbarians, let's be Marxist jacket, no barbarians. Um, before we do leave, I've got to ask why do uh, mammals don't get spared in that song, but birds get a free ride? So much harder to hunt migrating birds than mammals. I mean, have you ever tried to run, you know, a flock of chickadees off a cliff and onto a, a pile of spears? Just very difficult. I, I Bison, I much easier. <laughs> Yeah, I guess it's really about conserving our own energy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could use like a slingshot or a bow and arrow or something. Well, you know, when we talk so much about these birds being pretty, we're sparing the pretty birds. Yeah, they're just the pretty. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, the other, yeah the we, we like to count. throw in a few little little weird philosophical hooks here for you to go. What? <laughs> like maybe we don't. I was gonna, I was just wondering why birds got the got the nod in this post-apocalyptic <laughs> uh, post-apocalyptic utopia. Um, yeah, that's a bad name in its own right. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I think we already have dubious utopia as, Ooh. yeah. Well, uh, thank you guys so much for coming in. I really appreciate it. Um, once you. again, I'm just going to quickly plug your house show. We're not going to tell you exactly where it is. It's going to be real quiet. Um, and uh, watch this space because uh, you guys are going to be corrupting all the undergraduate minds soon enough and then the rest of Billington, I'm hoping, will follow. That's the idea. Uh, well, thank you so much for coming in. Next week we have got Kudo Stooge. Uh, they're uh, they're going to be coming in. Uh, this has been The Radiator on 104.9 The Rocket Shop. I've been your host, Tom Proctor, and uh, I'll catch you next week. Thanks.